All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tomo full of Hendrix, got a mindful of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. You know, we got to get YouTube up and running. So let's get that photo booth action. Got to be about that life. <clears throat> God damn, I look sweaty. Probably because I'm sweaty. All right, camera mode. We got the three, the two, the one. I just belch hashtag unprofessional YouTube. Now you are up and running. I'm wearing my army rat t-shirt. So what am I going to say? Yo, Joe. Gang, let's jump into this shit. You know how it works. Uncle Bobby saw some shit. Now Uncle Bobby has to rant about some shit. <coughs> As I cough. Gang, before we jump into today's bullshit, this is what I've always said about a topics like the transgender talks and issues, right? Our language is important, right? It gets to a point to where so far as long as we say things like, you know, you just don't want some man walking into a bathroom when we say words like he, she, and it, especially those terms, gang, we are dehumanizing our trans fam fam. So much, in fact, that we are literally at a point to where we feel infinitely more comfortable seeing a man of the cloth sharing public spaces than, again, and more times than not fuck faces, you don't even know the person sitting next to you is trans. Let's get some light up in this bitch. There we go. More times than not, you aren't even aware that the person next to you is actually transgender. Again, their goal is not to stand out. Their goal is just to live their fucking life, just like us. You see what I'm saying, gang? But because we use these fucked up ass words, it, he, she, again, we are dehumanizing. Words matter. Again, that is why we breathe a sigh of relief when a member of the clergy appears. Again, gang, there is infinitely more robust numbers and studies to show that you will get your booty hole busted wide the fuck open from Father Mac fuckface over there than you will the transgender person who just wants to leave their life and be left the fuck alone. That's why I keep saying our vocabulary is fucking important. Buddy, if you don't sit your monkey ass down, hold on. How do y'all like the Q-tip, gang? You got a little haircut and a shave. That's a good job, buddy. I go walk. Walk it off. Back on topic. I've seen the likes of, like, fuckface Abby Shapiro pull this bullshit. And if that name sounds familiar, gang, that's because she is the offspring of tiny hands, fuckface, I've never seen a wet-ass P-word, fuckface Ben Shapiro. And I've heard her on her fucking podcast and her YouTube channel use these loaded terms like coming out. Right. I came out as conservative. And of course, they've got the fucking music in the background, the, the fucking sad violin playing and shit. While she's sitting here telling her story on how when she came out as conservative, you know, the trials and the tribulations. Our language fucking matters. 
so much, in fact, that you can, quote unquote, come out as conservative. And all of a sudden, you've got the same uphill fucking battle as actual marginalized groups. Okay, gang, I saw this fucking video. I was like, yeah, I got to do a show on this fucking bullshit. Where is it? Is it up? Okay, here it is. So before I even cue this shit up, gang, just know this is from PragerU. And again, if you don't know who PragerU is, as usual, first and foremost, congratulations. Now I'm about to burst your bubble. Gang, PragerU is an online think tank of intellectual buttfuckery. Okay? When you've got the likes of Ben Shapiro, Kevin Sorbo, all these fucks getting up and telling their sad story. I saw Sorbo's. And again, he, he said it with fuckface Kirk Cameron. That coming out as conservative, Christian conservative in Hollywood and the blase and the fucking glavenoids, gang, you would have thought he had his same uphill battle as Emmett Till, as Martin Luther King, right? Language is fucking important. So this lady, god damn it, her name is Olivia Jaber. It was entitled... How I Survived Berkeley, as in UC Berkeley, as in one of the most prestigious schools in the fucking United States, and it's entitled How I Survived. Okay, before I roll this fucking tape, please go fuck yourself, okay? My mother survived 1940s New Roads, Louisiana. My father survived. 1940s, East Texas, and the Vietnam War, okay? There's some real survival stories. That's why I'm saying language is important. She's getting ready to kick some fucking bullshit that's supposed to rival what my parents went through, right? Again, this is, this is literally no different than when I have to sit here and listen, or used to listen, to white people come up and say, Robert, you have no idea how hard it is to be white in America. And again, it's like, no, I don't. But let me get my drink. Would you like to talk about it? El Senor fuckface, is it really hard living in a country built by others for you? Is it really hard when you tell that Mexican person over there, why don't you just work hard? When you didn't work hard yourself, you just were lucky enough that one rich white dude fucked a rich white girl and out your monkey ass came and your um, uh, trust fund matured. When you get 25, you're an instant millionaire. Fuck face Tucker Carlson. Right? Go fuck yourself. You can you stop talking about your struggle. Stop talking about how hard you've got it. Same thing here. I think that's where I was going with that. That was a little fucking uh, personal rant there. These words are important. So when you sit here and you say things like, I survived, right? You're, you're putting your struggle, quote unquote, in the same vein as people who actually fucking struggled. YouTube, you're breaking up. Just hang in there. I'm talking to my DJ later on. Hopefully we can fix this shit up. So okay, let's jump into this fucked up ass tape with Olivia Jaber and see what this person has to say. Let's roll the tape. Story. So I grew up in Newport Beach, California. My dad grew up in the South. My mom grew up in Northern California. 
And Jobs both took them to LA where they met. Then they had my brother and I shortly after. So my brother, he went to UC Berkeley and... uh, Pause the tape. Maybe it's just a Southern in me gang. Doesn't she sound like a fucking California person? Holy shit, that roller coaster inflection. (laughs) I'm from uh, California and... I knew someone from California, a really good dear friend, and she sounded just like this. When I close my eyes and I think about what a California accent sounds like, it's this young lady. Roll the tape. Graduated. And then when I was applying to colleges, I had no idea where I wanted to go. I decided to, you know, apply to the UCs. And when I got in, my brother told me, do not go to Cal. And so, of course, I went to Cal. And I quickly realized, you know, why he had given me that advice. Uh-oh. Politics were heightened on that campus in a way that I had not expected. In my experience, it... Pause it, Tate. Just so you guys know, and I already know where she's going with this. Politics are heightened at every campus. It's just a matter of where you like to swing your dick. Straight up. Right? I know someone. Uh, when her children were getting ready to go to school... Of course, mom and dad were going to pick up the bill. They had money. This wasn't even a topic of discussion. But the father chimed in and was like, I will pay for any school, just none of the West Coast schools, the quote unquote liberal schools, right? The mom was like, I just don't like all those protests. And I was like, okay, this is really too long to get into. But in my head, I was like, I find it interesting that a woman my age and maybe a little bit older sit here and says things like, I don't like it when people protest. I'm like, "Uh, you understand that we were born at or around the same year, women gained the ability to hold credit, right? You remember the good old days when the best a woman could do was secretary or second grade English teacher, right? You got up and over because people protested to make your life better. But again, politics are heightened gang on every campus. I went to school, in Texas. You'll never guess what. There were politics there too. So again, again, words matter. Let's just keep that in mind. Roll the tape. It was very apparent that Berkeley was left-leaning and biased. Told you! And that people who thought differently were outcasts and not welcome to share their opinions. When you walk onto Berkeley's campus, you are immediately made aware that they want you to see color and that they want you separated based on the color of your skin and your background. I had never grown up around people that had become so unable. Okay, pause the tape. I had to turn on the fucking air conditioning. I'm sweating like a runaway slave in this bitch. I can say that. I've got lots of black friends, but back on topic. Let's rewind that just a little bit. So hold on, let's... That is belt. Hashtag a professional. Hold on. In my experience, it was very apparent that Berkeley was left-leaning and biased. And pause the tape. First and foremost, again, I went to Texas. Texas is biased. I know people who graduated, and I know people who are graduating right now from Texas A&M. Also, very fucking biased. Every fucking school has got its own lean to it. You know what I mean, gang? But the, the thing is, it's definitely the Cali schools. It's the West Coast schools. YouTube, you're breaking up something fierce. Just listen to the sound of my voice. Again, this is not unique. This is not unique. I have zero doubt that this young lady is telling the truth, that Berkeley was left-leaning and made no secret about it. But you'll never guess what. 
All schools are like that. I guarantee it. If you want to be a liberal, go ahead. Go to the University of Georgia. Go to Mississippi. Go to our, Go to those schools and raise your hand and tell you that you are a true blue, yellow dog Democrat. Good luck. Roll the tape. That people who thought differently were outcasts and not welcome to share their opinions. When you walk onto Berkeley's campus, you are immediately made aware that they want you to see color and that they want you separated based on... Pause the tape. I didn't go to a California school. I had the opportunity to go to UCLA and play football. That's a whole nother story. But let's just say it was at the height of the AIDS scare and that was a recruiting chip, a recruiting tool against California schools. So I didn't go. Back on topic. When I hear white people, this young lady's white, when I hear white people say stuff like that, right, where they want you to be aware that, you know, race is a thing, it's, again, it is the bastardized view on the whole Martin Luther King quote. At the number, it, it's, a, it's a very common, hardcore conservative talking point. Well, if we don't want, you know, race to be an issue, why do we keep talking about it? Again, that's very bastardized. Again, she'll be the first one to look me dead in the eye and say, I don't see color. I'm like, you're a fucking liar. Kid, you see a large black guy in front of you. You do. Right? Give me a fucking break. The problem is not recognizing my skin color. The problem is placing a negative value on it. The problem isn't seeing my skin color. The, the problem is acting like we're all equal now. Why can't we just sing Kumbaya? Why can't you just get over the past? Right? But before I roll this fucked up ass tape, I'm going to address that right there. She would be the first, I guarantee it. For the people who sit here and say, why do we have to keep talking about the past? If I ask people like this, what do you think about taking down Robert E. Lee schools? What do you think about getting, you know, rebel mascots off of football and basketball teams and shit like that? You know what this person, people like that would say? You can't erase history. So again, you fucks can't have it all 900 ways. Not anymore. Roll the tape. The color of your skin and your background. I had never grown up around people that had become so unable to continue on with their normal day because of something going on in politics. For instance, I remember when I was in my freshman year dorms and Trump got elected, I walked out of my dorm and people were crying. When that happened, and then I had emails from my professors telling me that I didn't have to come to... Pause the tape. I uh, can confirm. When Trump got elected, oh yeah, I went to work the next day, and people looked like they just found out their mom or dad was diagnosed with terminal cancer. People were crying. I just spit. People like this young lady, they want to dismiss it as, you know, you libs are just being, you know, emotional and shit like that. The reason why people were crying is because this country in mass elected the one person who had absolutely no business sitting his orange ass in the Oval Office. That's why people cried. This was not, we disagree with your politics. This was, this country stooped to a level that we, in our worst nightmares, were like, I hope we never get there. That's why people cried. That's why this country was like, I, holy shit. And here we are. Again, what did Simon tell us? 
My best friend said his generation, his damage will be fucking generational. People cried, not because a conservative got into the White House. People cried because a fucking cancerous tumor on two legs was elected. And this country, for the first time in probably quite some time, got to see how ugly we really are. That's why people cried, kid. Roll the tape. Asked because they were so distraught by the election results and they understood that we needed time to cope as students. I didn't understand that. It was kind of that first like red flag to me of the... Pause the tape. I'm going to kind of give her a pass. I am. I'm going to guess the reason why she didn't see it because she's still wet behind the ears. I mean, I'm literally looking at someone who's probably still on mommy and daddy's insurance. Thank you, President Obama. I'm looking at someone who is literally young enough to be my daughter. So she doesn't see the world the way I, I, I learned a very valuable lesson today at work today, actually. And I had to sit down and have a talk with a coworker who is literally half my age, if that much. I was like, there's a difference between the way you and I see the world. You were born in the 2000s. I was born in the early 70s. And I told this person, it's not your job to see my dinosaur-ass views. It's my job to see yours. So you don't worry about a goddamn thing, kid. I'm the one who's got to make an adjustment, right? There's just a difference between being fucking middle-aged and being four years removed from getting your fucking driver's license. So I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt when I say things like, Maybe she just doesn't have enough life experience to realize that the election of Donald Trump, for those of us old enough to have seen the world the way it is in, you know, 45 to like late 50s years old, we saw that election differently from this young lady. I'll give her that much. Roll the tape. Kind of emotional strength that I'm seeing lack in our generation a lot. Um, especially on college campuses. On that same freshman year, there were a ton of speakers that were also coming to campus that my professors didn't like, that the administration didn't like, and that my peers especially didn't like. From Ben Shapiro to Ann Coulter, Milo Yiannopoulos, these names. Pause the tape. Again. Again, that's the one bad thing about Texas, about a lot of bad things. You can't, got one. You cannot open up your door for five seconds without 900 flies coming in. It's like fucking, yeah. Hey, back on topic. Gang, the woman in my life with the least amount of education has become one of the smartest people to ever walk the earth. Come on, I've told y'all, what does Momo say? When you lay down with dogs, your monkey ass gets up with fleas. It's, yeah, sure. I'm quite sure the administration and your uh, fellow students, kid, young lady, they, they disagree with those speakers. Let me tell you why they disagree with those fucking speakers. Because those free speakers are full of shit. You got a fucker like fuckface Ben Shapiro, who, again, is part of the founder of the Daily Wire. I'm sweating my balls off here. Ball. They start off every broadcast talking about how we don't care how you identify, and then they spend 50 fucking minutes every show saying, no, biology says there's only a man and a woman. Shut the fuck up. 
Milo Yiannopoulos is a self-hating gay person. He is the fucking Candace Owens and Jesse Lee Peterson. That our coon. That's that's the gay person coon. Milo Yiannopoulos is full of fucking hate. He's sitting there at white pride rallies, a gay man sitting there quite literally. And please forgive me for doing it because this one actually hurts to do. Doing the Sieg Isle fucking salute. Like if, and he's smiling his ass off, rubbing elbows with a bunch of fucking white supremacists. I don't even have to go down the road of Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter was one of the originals. She's up there with like a Rush Limbaugh. She's a professional provocateur. The only reason why we know her name for the most part is because when Ann realizes that Ann doesn't have the spotlight, she's going to say something fucked up, right? Let someone else get more notoriety. She'll do a, a get on Bill Maher's show and say something. Oh, Mexicans rate women. Like, what the fuck did she say? Bam, she drops a book. So again, to this young lady, it's not that people disagreed because of their politics. Like right now, I'm. this is the best time I've had in fucking five years. I love dissecting what I think Joe Biden has done wrong, but I'm doing it based on his job performance, not his person. When Trump was in the White House, all we could do was talk about how odious of a piece of shit human being he was, right? So again, to her point, these people weren't being canceled. They weren't being silenced or censored. And it's not that people disliked them because this was a liberal campus and these people were conservative. It's because the people whose name you just uttered, young lady, they're pieces of shit. That's why. Roll the tape are polarizing and some of their ideas are more radical than others. Um, and at this point, I too saw them as radical because I had not really developed my beliefs yet. I remember the, the riot. Pause the tape. Kid, if, yeah, kid this time. If, if you went from thinking those were radical beliefs to being on the same side as those uh, trio of monstrosities, that says something negative about you. It really does. Roll the tape. That broke out and our student union was literally set on fire and the glass was broken. Some of my peers, I saw people that were in my classes out, you know, causing a ruckus. Berkeley is the home of where the free speech movement was founded. And all of a sudden, students don't want free speech if it makes them uncomfortable. I thought education was about being uncomfortable. I thought it was about confronting the things that even scare you most because in the... You know what? Pause the tape. I, I can't speak on her experience. I'm not going to say whether that's fabricated or not. But just based on what it is I see, right? Y'all remember that uh, famous video? It's like three or four seconds long. And it's of Richard Spencer. And some guy just comes up and sucker punches the shit out of him. Okay. Again, believe it or not, I'm not pro-violent. But you know what? When you are fucking a white supremacist, when you back the play of people who call black people niggers, when you call gay people faggots and trannies and it's, when you say all Mexicans are rapists, right? And then someone yells, shut the fuck up! And then you turn around and say, oh, well, what about their free speech? What about their free... First and foremost, the First Amendment speaks what the government can. I'm, again, I'm no legal expert. I do know that much. Free speech 
speaks to what the government can do to your free speech. Not the average person on the street, but when you got to use the everyday definition of the First Amendment, it's people like this and the Bens and the Candaces and say, what about my free speech? They are confusing free speech with freedom from consequence. You're allowed to say all the fucked up shit you want to say. You are. But it doesn't mean that person over there can't tell you to fucking butt your fucking mouth. So you, you got to learn the fucking difference, young lady. It goes both ways. Roll the tape. The things you know nothing as a student. You're trying to learn from your professors. But half of the ideas are blocked off out of that room before you even enter it. If you are a student on a college campus in today's age, you are not learning this unfiltered, you know, idea of what capitalism is and um, what socialism is. You're learning it through. You know what? Pause the tape because this is a good place going to halftime. Again, I'm not doubting this young lady. I don't know her, nor do I know her story. But I am going to go off of the fact that she's on PragerU and talking about the same shit that someone like a fuckface Kevin Sorbo says, right? So again, this whole thing that college campuses are pushing liberal agendas and stuff like that, coming out of the same mouth of the people, the conservatives, that are now literally banning and burning books, wanting people to pull their children out of public school and put them either in homeschooling or Christian uh, private schools so they can learn the Ten Commandments and that the earth is six to 10,000 years old and that Christians should be running shit, right? This whole, oh, we only want to teach our kids all the good stuff about America because they shut the fuck up. So again, she's, again, I don't know her story, but based on the channel that she is representing, I think she's contradicting herself. Gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill, say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Tell me back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Gang, I am indeed black. Let's get uh, YouTube up and running, shall we? Let's go ahead and blow up Shuate. Let's put this son of a gun in camera mode. Where's that goddamn? Oh, there it is. Gang, we got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, now you up and running. Oh, you got to go back to the 80s on this one. Hello, Michael. All right, gang, let's jump back into this bullshit. So we left off with Olivia Jaber. Let's see what else she has to say. Hold the tape. Through a lens that is based in indoctrination, anything from safe spaces to microaggressions to trigger words and... Pause the tape. Again, pot calm the kettle black. This is grade A fucking projection. Right? It's the liberal side who gets hit up with this stereotype of being emotionally soft and, 
oh, trigger words, blah, 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 blah. safe places. Again, right now, it's not the liberals who are literally working to ban books that are only confirming scientific fucking facts. Right? Again, it, it is the people who sit here and call, what the fuck was that? And call everyone else a snowflake who are actually the biggest fucking snowflakes of them all. Right? So again, I'm not going to tell her to shut the fuck up. Not yet. But let's roll this tape. That's not the point of college. And that's creating this echo chamber, which, you know, you're not letting other ideas in the room. So throughout my four years at Cal, as I became increasingly aware more and more each year of what was happening, I wanted to gain a different perspective. I had a few internships with uh, conservatives, and I just thought it was really important to help me come to the conclusions of what I actually believed. I was learning about conservative policies, and I was learning about American history and tradition. And pause the tape. Ten bucks. She didn't learn jack shit about real American history. I guarantee fucking ten. I live in the state of Texas, and in order to combat the 1619 project. They passed, what was it, the 1836 Project? Where again, all you learn about are all the good things about Texas. Quite literally, they're stripping away the negative side of Texas history. Right? Again, this is the exact same side of the political and social fence that says just get over it. Pretty much, why can't we start right here? Even though right here isn't even fucking equal. Please go fuck yourself. So again, to sit here and say that you learn from a conservative, actual American history, no, you didn't. No, you did not. Roll the tape. It was everything that Berkeley had told me conservatives weren't. The picture that was painted of conservatives on my college campus and what I was experiencing throughout this summer were so radically different um, that that's when I started to really lean into my conservative ideology and beliefs and my values. The most hate and mean comments that my friends and I that are conservative have gotten have been from women we went to college with that don't agree with our values and beliefs. And not only do they not agree with them, but don't believe that we should have a platform to speak. Pause the tape. Again, I can't speak on this young lady's experience. So I'm not going to sit here and call her a liar. What I am going to say is we're just going off of stereotypical, but what is typical conservative values in terms of like women, you know, like telling a woman that you don't know, nor you will ever know, nor you'll ever meet, nor you'll ever know her fucking story, what she can do with her own sack of meat. If I was a woman in that position and some conservative woman that didn't know me, it's like, you know what you can't do? I'm like, you can stop right there, right? That you're the beginning of your sentence is all kinds of fucked up. You're going to see and tell me what it is I can and can't do. So again, this is what, again, conservatives, this is called feedback. It's that thing that you're not used to getting. Now you're taking it as persecution and, oh, we're the hunted down class. No, you're not. That lady over there does not fucking know you and you don't know her. But you are passing laws to say what it is she can and can't do with her meat. How do you expect her to fucking react? Thankfully, no. Roll the tape. When I decided to, quote unquote, come out of the conservative closet. There you go. I had just graduated from Berkeley. Pause the tape. That's what I'm talking about, gang. 
to come out. That is a loaded fucking term. Because you know who comes out of the closet? Are LGBTQ plus family members. You don't get to sit here again. That was like uh, fuckface Abby Shapiro. She does get the fuckface title. To sit there and release that fucking video like three years ago, talking about coming out as conservative, again, with the sad fucking music in the background and shit, it's like, shut the fuck up. You, you made this video while Trump was in the fucking White House. It was like Tim Allen. It was like fuckface Gina Carano sitting there saying being a conservative in America is like being a Jew in World War II Nazi Germany. It, that's a clear-cut demonstration that you have no idea what hard times actually are. Again, that is no again. My, my Letterman's reunion is in two weeks, if that much. That is like me going into a room filled with drunk old Texas Longhorns and me saying, hook them! You know how much bravery it takes for me to do that? Not at all. Or to hit, get the mic during the speech time of the Letterman's view, like, I, I want to tell everybody something. Okay. Go ahead, big guy. Go ahead, Robert. Go on, go on. You can do it. I, I want to come out and I want to tell everybody that I played for the Texas Longhorns. Shut the fuck up. Same thing here. Coming out as conservative. Please shut the fuck up. Again, especially now, when the conservative side of the fence is saying that literally no president in the history of the United States has ever had more votes than Donald J. Trump. The election was stolen. 80,000 plus people, 80,000, 80 million plus people voted for fuckface Donald Trump. But yet she feels the need to say, I came out as conservative. Gang, your words fucking matter because they carry weight. Roll the tape. And I announced on social media that I had started a conservative publication. The Conservator is the online publication that my two friends and I founded together. And this is for the modern, fashion-forward, conservative girl. She is the girl that is constantly overlooked by mainstream media, and she is the girl that does not relate to what's being written in today's magazines. We write... Pause the tape. Let's rewind that. Hold on. Fashion-forward, conservative girl. She is the girl that is constantly overlooked by mainstream media, and she is the girl that... Pause the tape. The mainstream media. PragerU has 3 million fucking followers. This video alone that was released 18 hours ago has over 22,000 views. Again, I'm willing to admit, I'm in, I, had, I literally had to admit that like three hours ago. I have zero problem admitting maybe I'm just an old dinosaur. I'm that guy now. I remember when I was her age and I thought about those people who are in their 50s like, oh, this, okay, maybe that's me. 
maybe the definition of mainstream has changed. Maybe I'm in, I, I don't know anymore. But I, I, to me, that's mainstream. You are knocking on 3 million fucking subscribers. That means they're getting paid a shit ton of money to do this. I'm getting paid $0. This is just fun to me. 22,000 views. I haven't had 22,000 views in all seven fucking seasons. So again, maybe I don't know what mainstream means anymore. Maybe I'm that guy. Roll the tape. Does not relate to what's being written in today's magazine. I don't even know what's in today's magazine. All things culture, faith, America, style. So I would say it is hard to be a conservative woman because there aren't a lot of role models that are highlighted in mainstream media for us. And so, you know, you kind of... Pause the tape. Is she serious? There are not a lot of role models? Again, young lady, how... how may I strongly suggest the doctor who performed my fucking LASIK surgery? There are not a lot of role models. How many would you like me to name that were on your side of the fence? I'm quite sure she likes Marjorie Taylor Fuckface Queen, the Cro-Magnon Band. What about Lauren Fuckface Bober? They fucking jerked off all over fucking Melania Trump. What about Sarah Sanders? What about Kellyanne Conway? What about all the fucking blonde-haired, fucking blue-eyed, white-as-shit conservative anchors over at fucking Fox News? What about Candace Owens? What about Michelle Malkin? I mean, fuck me. Again, this is what happens. Again, words matter. Words fucking matter. Words fucking matter. Again, she's tying this whole thing to, you know, coming out as conservative. That means she's downtrodden. Oh, I mean, there's not a lot of conservative female role models. I could literally spend the next 20 minutes of this show naming all the fucking hardcore conservative people who are front-running right now in the media. I mean, give me a fucking break, kid. Open up your eyes. Again, same side of the political fence that tells everyone else to stop being a fucking victim. Give me a break. Roll the tape. Feel like there's no place for you in society. If I had to give advice to... Pause the tape. We only got a little bit longer left. Again, stop. There's no place for us in society, even though apparently no president, no conservative president... Has ever had more votes? Titus Belt, hashtag a professional. Young lady, you don't know what hard times is. So you are making shit up. And I'm going to be honest with you. You sound dumb as fuck. You are not downtrodden. This is a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, very attractive white young lady. Sitting there acting like she's fucking Harriet Tubman. You're not. You're not, kid. Stop acting. Like the world is whole fucking victim. Roll the tape. The modern conservative woman that's going through college right now, I would say stay true to your beliefs. You will get through college and seek out friends who are not going to judge you for your beliefs and are going to respect you regardless. Pause the tape. Pump the brakes on that one, my friend. All beliefs, including my own, are worthy of criticism. Again, I got some feedback yesterday 
on my uh, show on corporal punishment. And I had someone sit here and diagnose me, though she doesn't know me, with uh, survivor bias and told me I resent my mother. Okay, first and foremost, you're not a fucking shrink, so fucking save it. Two, watch your fucking mouth when you talk about my goddamn mother. I'll just leave it at that. My point is, I put my shit out there, which means it is open for criticism, right? I respect the feedback, even if I don't agree with it. And when someone crosses a boundary, I'll be the first one to say, hold on, you step too fucking far. The difference between me and this young lady, other than probably about 25 years, is, again, she is taking this to a point where it doesn't need to go. Right? You, you can put your conservative values out there. You can. And your conservative values can get fucking criticized. Again, I talked about my mom whipping my ass. Not your ass. Not that person's ass. She whipped my ass. You want to know why? Because I'm the fucking youngest kid. Duh, don't worry. The oldest got their ass kicked too. Right? The difference between me and this young lady is I'm not unleashing the fucking Kraken in her household. Her conservative values affect other people's personal fucking lives, like this pro-life bullshit. Your conservative values, when practicing your home, knock yourself out. If you think being a Republican or a conservative is best for you, knock yourself out. But when your beliefs start to affect that person over there, she has every right to tell you to go fuck yourself. Roll the tape. I think it all comes down to community and who you surround yourself with. Agreed. At the end of the day, because I still do have friends who are on the opposite side than I am, and we don't have issues. Looking back on it, and I've thought about this a lot, I am where I am today because of the experiences that I had at Cal. The one regret I yeah. have is not being vocal about my beliefs sooner. And I say that very intentionally because... The week that I announced that I was a conservative, I experienced death threats. I experienced sorority sisters telling me that they were upset that they were even connected to me in any way. Still. Pause the tape. Again, I'm not going to doubt. I'm not going to tell you that she's lying. I don't know. If what she's saying is true, then I'm on her side. Right? I've, uh, I said this even about fuckface Kevin Sorbo. I went 100% agree with him. The comment section of any social media platform is a fucking viper's pit. Again, you can sit here and post a video of a box of kittens. 99 fucking comments. Those are the cutest kittens ever. There's going to be at least that one fucker who sits there like, is that a black kitten? I want to hang that fucking nigger kitten. I want to lynch it in front of the other fucking kittens to show that nigger kittens don't have a... I agree. The comment section of any social media platform is the worst fucking place. If she came out, as she said, as a conservative and got death threats, I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with that at all. Gang, always punch above the fucking belt. Attack the issues, not the person, most times. But, again, the only thing I'm going to rag her on is, again, she's in a sorority. When you sit here and you say you're a conservative, and again, get to know the person. The majority of the conservative women in my personal and professional life, they're actually pro-choice. 
So don't jump to conclusions. But if she's that kind of conservative who wants to push her values on everyone else, then let me tell you something, young lady. You're in the crosshairs. And by you, I mean your ideals. And you made it. It doesn't sound like you like it. Welcome to the wonderful world of being a fucking grown-up. Seriously. Roll the tape. Let's wrap it up. It is the proudest thing I've ever done. I have no regret because of all... Pause the tape. That's the sound of someone who hasn't touched 25 yet. The proudest thing she's ever done is come out as conservative. Okay. I was obviously not on that team. I'm a little bit older. But when the Longhorns won the national championship in football in 2005, I heard firsthand from those boys when Mac Brown got into the locker room after all the press and he's sitting there with the team finally, instead of saying congratulations, instead of saying you're the best ever, blah, 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 the first thing Mac Brown said was, do not let this be the most important thing in your life. That is a huge thing to say to a bunch of testosterone-filled 20-year-olds who basically feel like they're fucking king of the universe, right? What she just said, this was the proudest moment of my life. You're only saying that because you're a fucking kid in my eyes, right? You haven't accomplished shit. So if the most important thing you've ever done is realize what your political affiliation is, first and foremost, congratulations. If that's how you really feel, go get them. And I hope it brings you all the pleasure you hope it brings you. But I'm going to tell her the exact same thing Mac Brown told those boys. Don't you dare let this be the most important thing that's ever happened to you. Roll the tape. The positive that has come from it. Being proud to be who you are and not having to hide in the corner is the best feeling in the world. It honestly gives me the chills. I am just so proud to be a conservative and I'm so proud to love this country. It's given me such a sense of purpose. End of the tape. Before we sign this thing off, well, let's rewind that just a little bit. Let me make sure I got that. Being proud to be who you are and not having to hide in the corner is the best feeling in the world. It yeah, Paul, in the tape. Stop it. Seriously, stop it. Again, that is coming from a victim's point of view, which, again, it's like, oh, I don't know, Christianity in this country. Right? You guys love to sit here and talk about Christian persecution. Then, when you don't get your way, you like to say, well, we're the majority. We should get what we want. You can't have it both ways. Again, coming out as a conservative, as she put it, which there's no coming out to it. Again, congratulations. But you're not fucking Frederick Douglass running away to fucking freedom. You're just not. And this whole thing about I love America. Here's the thing about loving America these days, gang. Apparently, the definition of loving America is saying that America has zero faults at all. Even the ones that are blaringly fucking obvious, like, oh, I don't know, racism. Right? Their definition of loving America is America has never done anything wrong. Right? So, again, I hope she grows out of that portion of it. Honestly and truly. Gang, Uncle Bobby's only giving you one motherfucking problem. So, as a result... Uncle Bobby's going to give you one motherfucking solution. Olivia Jaber, don't shut the fuck up. Don't. If being a conservative is where it's at for you, I hope and pray before your God and four more white people, that is exactly 
what you get. I, I hope you get all the pleasure and satisfaction from being a conservative if that's who you really are. Honestly and truly, no sarcasm, no jokes. But the only thing I'm going to suggest is stop acting like it's difficult because it's not. Again, we just had four years of Donald Trump. Hold on, buddy. Sit your ass down. Hold on. We just had four years of fuckface Donald Trump. We still have conservatives sitting here telling us that, again, he's still the president. Again, this is just like Tim Allen, Gina Carano, these fucked up ass comparisons saying things like, you know, again, it's like being a Jew in World War II Nazi Germany. Stop it, young lady. Just fucking stop it. If being a conservative is where it's at, then be where it's at. But your language, those terms, they mean something, right? What conservatives are getting apparently is what it is they are not used to, and that is criticism. And everything is up for criticism, including me, especially me because I'm hyper-fucking-opinionated. So again, this garbage, and that's what it is, this straight Garbage that it is difficult to be a conservative. This garbage that they feel the need to come out of a closet. It is bullshit. Because again, you can't have it both ways, right? You, you can't be anorexic and super morbidly obese all at the same time. It, th those two things cancel each other out. You can't sit here and tell me that you're a Christian conservative. You're in the majority. Therefore, you should get what you want. Then turn around and fix your fucking mouth and say that you're being persecuted. That's not how it works. That is not how it works. So again, to wrap this up, I hope, even though she's being sponsored by PragerU, if being a conservative works for her, I hope it works for her. My only wish is that she would shut the fuck up and choose her words more carefully. No one's coming out of conservative closet. Again, it takes about as much bravery to say you're a conservative as it takes bravery for me to go back to my Letterman reunion and say hook them horns in a room full of long horns. Conservatives, again, I'm an independent. I'll vote for a Republican. Just like I'll vote for a Democrat if I think he'll do the right job. Just watch your fucking mouths. You are not an underclass. You are not a persecuted class. You can't tell everyone that Donald Trump got 80 million votes and that it's hard to be a conservative in this country. Those two things just negate each other. Be a conservative if that's where it's at for you. But when you talk about how hard it is and how persecuted you are, you just sound like a whiny little fucking baby. Again, who's the snowflake now, bitch? All right. Big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gin and truth.